This is Annie Fox for Family Confidential, Secrets of Successful Parenting. My guest today is Beth Engelman. Beth is a former elementary school teacher, and as a game developer, she's worked for Leapfrog Toys as well as Disney. Her column, Mommy on a Shoestring, appears in over 30 local papers around the Chicago area, as well as on the Chicago Sun-Times Pioneer Press website. Hi, Beth. Welcome to Family Confidential. Thanks, Annie. I'm so happy to be here. I'm excited we're doing this chat together. You and I go back a long way, 12 years from LeapFrog. But um, today we're going to be talking about leaping into the holiday season now that Halloween's behind us. And I know you've been doing Mommy on a Shoestring for a while. And I figured you'd be the perfect person to talk to about tips for having a great family holiday without breaking the bank, right? Oh, absolutely. And so that's the biggest thing. I think the biggest stress release is not to overspend. I think if you can not overspend and you can figure out ways to show your gratitude, gift people, of course, celebrate the holidays, but you don't have to go crazy when it comes to money. Why do people, why do you think they do that? I mean, I think that it's a lot of marketing. I think it's really easy to walk into a store and everything smells good and looks good. And there's so much aspiration when it comes to shopping that you want to buy things for people and that you care about and show that. But yeah. there's so many ways that you can sort of take it back and do it less expensively. It can be just as meaningful, if not more. And it doesn't have to be, A, too expensive, but also it doesn't have to take too much crazy amounts of time. Because that's another thing that's just as valuable as not spending money is not wasting your time. Oh, yeah. That list where you feel like you have to get all of those gifts and you have to go to 10 different stores to do it. And the parking and waiting in line to to you know, get to the cashier and all that stuff. But here's a question. I'll play devil's advocate for a minute. Your kids maybe have been watching TV and mm-hmm. inundated with commercials and they want and want and want right. and they're letting you know what they want. And you want to be a good parent. You want to show them that they have a special, special time coming up and you want to gift them what they want. But, you know, how do you, how do you manage that? Well, your expectations and reality. That's a really, really good question. I mean, and I remember I was like the girl I wanted guest jeans and I coveted guest jeans and I never got it, not even for Christmas. But um, I think what you have to do is it's really a decision on part of the parents. Obviously, I think it's really important like when your kids want something just because they want it, that doesn't mean they get it. But obviously for Christmas, if there's something they want and you want to give it to them or Hanukkah or whatever the holiday is. By all means, I'm not here saying you shouldn't, but there's also ways of cutting corners in other things so that you don't um, spend money, uh, you know, go crazy on your and blow your budget on everything. Um, but again, you know, I think it's a judgment call on parents sort of deciding, you know, it's okay to give your kids what they want. I don't think it's a good idea to give them everything they want. Mm-hmm. But, would, you know, you make decisions. Would it you, be okay to tell them this is the reality of what we can spend this year? Right. Absolutely. And okay. for us, you know, with Jackson, we celebrate Hanukkah and Christmas. So it's hard because it's eight gifts, Hanukkah, and then there's Christmas. There's so many gifts that I actually have to really um, rein it in, not just for me, but also for my siblings and my parents and because he gets so much presents and he doesn't really need all that stuff. Right. So we kind of have a thing where um, we keep it very low in terms of the budget. You know, my siblings have to pay, like, can only pay up to $5 for a gift. And um, we also are doing something, too, where he will just choose a couple of gifts and then the rest he donates. 
Okay, so you talk about the possibility of giving kids a special gift and maybe cutting some corners in other areas mm-hmm. um, to help balance the budget. What other areas are we talking about? Well, for me, I love to make gifts as much as possible. And at Mommy and a Shoestring, we have tons of ideas for gifts that are under $10. Um, Christmas, I love the thing about the holidays is I love to be able to like, you know, send things to all my clients, the different publications I work with, the different TV stations I work with, in addition to the teachers and babysitters and neighbors, but it can get really expensive. So I have a bunch of really sweet and fun ideas that are easy to put together and they are all under $5. Well, give us some. <laughs> okay, good. All right. So one, the first one, and again, this is all on my website, is called um, Love, Happiness, and Some More. Super easy. You just get a cellophane bag. You fill it with marshmallows, some chocolate pieces, and some um, graham crackers. You could wrap them individually, or sometimes I go to Target. They sell those beautiful platters for $1, those um, like uh, chargers. Mm-hmm. And you can put it in there and then wrap it up with a bow. And then I just write a note that says love, happiness, and s'more. And they're, it's like a little s'more kit. You oh, can add some twigs nice. being in Northern California so that they can actually use them as s'mores. But it's a really sweet, thoughtful gift. And guess what? Inexpensive. I was just thinking you can add some matches too. <laughs> yeah, sure. Absolutely. I mean, you can really make a, a candle. <laughs> yeah, right. Absolutely. You can make one out of a, you can make a candle by melting wax in that Altoid box and adding a wick. And there you have a candle. Well, this is so, you know, it's, it's fun just, just hearing you say, and I'm thinking, oh, and you could add this. And that doesn't add very much in terms of, of the cost of it, but it starts to become like a project and, and really fun. I could imagine engaging kids in this kind of thing. Right. You say, okay, we know this person loves X, Y, or Z. What can we make to show that we love her and and give her some of what she likes. Absolutely. Another thing we love to do, um, this is my business partner, Jenna came up with this, is she goes to thrift stores and she buys little teacups and she'll fill them up with different um, gifts for people. So example, like a teacher, maybe you want to do cutie nails and you fill it up with like an emery board and maybe nail polish and a top coat or whatever it is. And then you just wrap it up really cute in a book um, in a bow and it's, you know, enjoy your cutie nails or whatever it is. You can add tea almost to anything. And, uh, it's a great gift. And again, it's, it's thoughtful and it's not expensive. And it also doesn't take a ton of time to put together. Yeah. And you know, you you use the word thoughtful. We always used to say, you know, it's the, it's, it's a thought that counts. Mm -hmm. I think we've gotten so far away from that. We really do would do well to get back to, okay, what is the thought here? Instead of getting stressed out and checking off a list to really spend time to um, kind of think about who is this person? What do they mean to me? What do I know about them in terms of what they enjoy? And how can I just show that I'm so happy they're in my life? Right, exactly. In fact, one of my favorite gifts is really a thoughtful gift and it costs almost nothing. We did it for my son's teacher last year. We made flyers. Her name was Mrs. Smith and it said Mrs. Smith Rocks and we made it look like a rock poster. We (laughs) sent it to all the parents. Everyone printed out five and then we went all over the town to the grocery stores, to the coffee stores where they have billboards, like public domain, you know, Mm -hmm. public billboards and we put them up. And then I took a picture of one in Whole Foods because it had a huge billboard, uh, not billboard, you know, cork board, and we framed it, and she loved it. And the whole summer, 
she got to go to all these different places around town, and there was always like a little flyer that said Mrs. Smith Rocks. I wonder if she went to some of those places and people said, oh my gosh, it's Mrs. <laughs> Smith. Can I have your autograph? <laughs> I don't know. We did give her like hints to like to make a little bit of a scavenger hunt. But again, I've done that for gifts for 40th birthdays, 50 birthday, 50th birthdays, where you can go. Uh, it's great if you live near a college town. Just go to a college town. They always have those boards where they have different things up. Yeah. Stick it up, take a picture, frame it, and it's, it's a really great. sweet gift. It's a great idea, and I, I just love the creativity that you're bringing to these ideas. It's, it's fabulous. And I'm sure that when we segue over to kind of making the house look special, uh-huh. you've got some other ideas for that too. Decorations. You know, I was right. just taking a walk with my dog, and it's weeks away from Hanukkah and Christmas, and yet I saw this huge truck that said, you know, Christmas light engineers. I'm thinking, wow, it's not even Thanksgiving yet. And and, uh, and this was a big house. I could just imagine the display and how much it might cost. And so how can you decorate your house without breaking the bank? Well, again, I think that one of the nice things is lights. And I don't think you have to go crazy with lights, but it's always nice to add some lights and both inside and outside the house. But we do a lot of homemade decorations, um, and my family does too, where I have Jackson, who's my son. How old he is Jackson? Will, he's now nine. But we draw pictures and we hang them up, and then every year I save them so that we can put them back up. And he's always like, oh, my God, I can't believe I used to draw Santa like that. Another thing we do for Thanksgiving, and this is a great idea for um, the kids to do if you are all gathering together, is just cut out paper and have the kids make paper chains. And we do a gratitude chain where the kids can write what they're thankful for. And we do um, make it into a paper chain and we hang that up around the house, too. A great idea, especially for Thanksgiving. What are you thankful for? That's lovely, lovely right. idea. Now, exactly. I just flashed back to a friend of mine. Um, I'm Jewish, and we never had a Christmas tree in our house growing up. I had a really close friend who celebrated Christmas, and I went to her house once, and her family was stringing popcorn yes, for the tree. And I thought, one. wow. It was just, it wasn't even low tech. It was no tech. Right. <laughs> it was exactly. so much fun. And it was beautiful too. It was yeah. really, really beautiful. And of course, we can, got we got to eat some too. Yeah. And you can make ornaments using paper clips and paper and make little um, snowflakes and then just hang them up with paper clips, which is great. In our house, we were Jewish, but we celebrated both. And we always had a picture of Walter Payton, who was a Chicago Bears player at the top of our tree because he was our angel. But, you know, it made it very unique and, and different, which I could And that's what I love about this, what you're saying. Instead of buying something off the shelf that maybe looks like everybody else's house, um, to have something really unique so that when people come to your house to visit during the holidays, they're blown away because everything they see is a personal reflection of you and your family. Exactly. And the thing is, is that sometimes when you buy something that everyone else has, it may not be as nice as like the originals, but when it comes to kids' art or things that you make, it doesn't matter if it's the original or not because nothing else is like that. So no one's ever going to criticize a child's painting. Exactly. Now, there's one more thing I want to talk about, and it has to do with kids and getting involved in the spirit of giving. This is the kind of time of year when kids are very much focused on gimme, gimme, gimme. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I've written a book called uh, Teaching Kids to Be Good People. And part of it has to do with um, actively looking for opportunities to help others. And if there's any time of year that is perfect for that, 
kind of teaching. It's it's the holiday season. I wonder what tips you have for parents of children of any age to get involved in that idea, the spirit of giving. I love that. We do a lot around the holidays because again, it get, it gets crazy. And with the only child, he's just overwhelmed with like things all the time. So we do a lot. Um, and here are a couple of ideas. One is I like to do as much hands-on stuff with Jackson when it comes to giving as possible, because I think it means more to him. So, um, one of his classmates, mom, this is really cool. She adopts a inner city school. She works with a foundation and each parent adopts a different school. Um, school and the kids write letters to Santa and then the parent, this mom gives it to friends, uh, including me. We get a boy letter and a girl letter and it basically says, this is what I want, dear Santa. This is what I want. And then we go to the store and we actually can buy the presents and then we drop them off and they're all delivered to the kids. So it's personalized and that's really meaningful for Jackson and better than anything he could possibly, he liked it better than shopping for himself because He's looking for a doll for this girl and what would be the best doll and what would be so much fun. He would never be interested in a doll, but it was like so meaningful for them. And they're asking for boots or hats or coats. And so I think that that really helps a lot. So um, that, that's just brilliant. I love the picture uh, in my mind. You just painted of Jackson shopping for another child, a child in right. need. Is that a local foundation in Chicago? It is. You know, one of the moms in our neighborhood, she decided to start this. She I can, started. I'll have information. And then she had all the moms at her preschool then adopt a classroom and then those moms went to the grammar school where our kids were at and asked those kids to take on kids so that's great i think there's a greater awareness of um how valuable it is for for children who have what they need to be mindful of kids who have less i know there's a bookstore a local independent bookstore book passage in 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 marin where um they've got a book tree and Mm -hmm. and you could just you know, buy, buy a children's book and then leave it under the tree and then they distribute it, um, to shelters and, and places where kids may not have access. Right. It's, it's very lovely. And I love that too, because it's kind of like you do it and then you leave it and you're gone. Like you're not trying to be this hero and right. get all these accolades, you know, accolades about it. It's really just, you know, this is what we do. And Jackson's really good about, you know, we go through the gifts and he chooses what he wants to give away and we give it to Toys R for Tots. And usually if it's after Christmas, I actually have a chest that I save all year long of gifts that he's gotten that we don't want. And we deliver it um, to Toys for Tots Wonderful. for the holidays. Yeah. And it, it, he loves it. I mean, we have a $80 gift card to Toys R Us and he wants to use it for the kids. Oh, fabulous. Well, <laughs> yeah. you taught him well. These are, these are just great life lessons that you're Thank instilling you. in Jackson. This is fabulous. We only have a couple of minutes left, Beth, and I would love for you to give our listeners and our viewers an opportunity to find out more about what you do and uh, where they can where they can learn more. Oh, well, thanks, Annie. So I my blog is mommyandashoestring.com. It's all about living large on a shoestring budget. And I also write um, a column for a group of local newspapers here in Chicago through the Chicago Tribune. And I'm up here on national on uh, local TV on WGN and WCIU in, in um, Chicago. But again, anytime you want to reach out to me, I'm on Twitter at Mom on a Shoe. I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Very good. Thanks so much for this time. You've given me lots of ideas and I'm going to be spreading them to people I know because not only does it save you money, it seems like the secondary part of it. Mm-hmm. I think the bigger part of it is that it brings the family together in a really unique and special way so that the holidays really have meaning. 
Right. Absolutely. Well, thanks, Annie. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Beth. Have a good day. This is Annie Fox for Family Confidential. To learn more about my work with tweens and teens, visit AnnieFox.com. And please check out my new book, The Girls Q&A Book on Friendship, 50 Ways to Fix a Friendship Without the Drama. And tune in next week when my guest will be Jay Richard Knapp. Jim is a children's book author as well as a CEO and founder of StopBullies.com. Until next time, happy parenting. Happy parenting.